This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. I ask that you pray with me today, amen, not that I preach, but that the Holy Spirit will make a connection, amen, and if we, amen, usher him in, because he's already told us, if where two or three, amen, will get together and be on one accord, he would be one in the midst, amen, and so that's what this is all about. Amen. Having an experience with Jesus Christ our Lord in this place we call Mount Pleasant. Amen. If you would open your Bibles to Psalm, if you will, the very first, amen, uh, Psalm, Psalm 1, amen, in its entirety, there are six verses in this Psalm, and I ask that you would pray with me today, amen, once again, that the Holy Spirit would make a connection. Amen. This is what it reads. It's, amen, if you don't mind standing, if you can, if you can, if you can, if you can. Amen. These six verses read as follow. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, amen, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. You may be seated. We may we ask God again to add other blessings to the reading, the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. Amen. I invite you. Let me share this with you all today because, again, we still getting to know each other. Amen. I want you to know that your amen do not distract me. Your hallelujahs don't get on my nerve. Your waving of your hand, if you feel like it, amen, will not cause me to lose the train of thought. Hello, somebody. Amen, amen. Because the redeemed ought to. Oh, how quiet it got. If, amen, the redeemed ought to say so. That, in other words, you, I think I told you all one week before, you have a right to remain silent. You don't have to say anything. But if you, whatever you say can and will be held against you. Because there'll be somebody in here will run right out that church door and say, you know, Deacon so-and-so was just saying amen so loud. Amen. They'll tell on you. Sister so-and-so, she ran up and down the aisle like she didn't have right good sense. Amen. But it was the Holy Ghost. Amen. It was the Holy Ghost. And the only thing I want to say to you, amen, don't put on your best clothes 
Your best perfume. Your best, what me and where? Cologne, yeah, yeah. They come sashaying through the traffic and show up here at Mount Pleasant. You talk to the red light because it held you too long. You got mad at the car that cut you off. And you finally got here. And you got a seat, looking pretty good, new clothes on, all that good stuff, smelling good, all that. And then don't say nothing. Y'all got it backwards. Be quiet out there, but make a noise up in here. Amen. Let somebody know you're on the Lord's side. You don't have to do it like somebody else do it. You got your own thing. Amen. Amen. The redeemer of the Lord, I'm going to say it again, ought to say so. Amen. There's 130 words in this, these six verses by way of King James Version, somewhere roughly in that arena, 130 words. And it opens up by telling us, amen, uh, that blessed is the man. So this is the deal. I want to talk to you today from this thought. And if you don't mind, repeat these words after me. How to be happy, How to be happy. in an angry world. Amen. How to be happy in an angry world. Everywhere you look, there's always there is much dissension, anger, mad. People won't speak to one another. People want to do bodily harm to others for really no reason at all. It's just the fact that uh, jealousy, envy, and strife have a way of tricking our minds that we want to do somebody, some, amen, bad and mistreat them. I want you to know, amen, that the Bible teaches us, amen, that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Life and death is not in your hands. I want you to know it is in the hand and the power of our God. It is God who breathed in our nostril and Amen. Man became a living soul. This book, very first psalm that we read, it deals with one central theme. And that theme is God and man and neighbors. God and man and the man's neighbors. In other words, it deals with the relationship that man can have with God. This is what he says. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. In other words, if you walk in the counsel of the ungodly, if you walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you're going to be an unhappy man. But if you, amen, walk, amen, in the counsel of the godly, then you can be a happy man. Now, I know the scripture says man, but it's not necessarily dealing with it from a gender standpoint. He's really talking about the human race. Everybody can be happy. And this is what you, another thing, I'll give you this little nugget, and that is this. The Bible was written in the Eastern mindset. Now, we, are, we live in the West. United States is in the West. You know that, right? The Bible was written with the Eastern cultural mindset. So therefore, that's why, you know, in the Eastern part of the world, 
women have no rights in most countries. So therefore, the men wrote about, and they used, you know, generically, they would, they used his instead of her or us. He didn't say much about females, okay? But we have, that other course you can take, preachers, members, that is called hermeneutic, hermeneutic. And that is this, you have to be able to go into this Eastern culture, which is the Bible, hello. Not only that, and take out whatever it is you're going, to, that the Bible says, and you have to be able to translate it from, amen, the Eastern culture over into the Western culture and the word lose not one iota of its in original intent. Am I making sense to you? So when, when, when we say heals here, we're really inclusive of our culture. I, you, you, can I get a witness in here? So I just don't want you to get, you know, fall out with me because I, I didn't say her. How to be happy in an angry or mad world. The Bible talks to us, amen, here he gives us three things, amen, that ought to be, amen, something that we can hold on to. He talks about, amen, how a man walketh, how a man standeth, and how or where a man sitteth. Three things he gives us, right? He tells us the man can be happy. Amen. If he do what? Walketh not, hello somebody, in the counsel of the ungodly. You ought to have friends that can say Jesus sometime instead of cussing all the time. You ought not, amen, uh, uh, be around people all the time that don't talk about Jesus. Amen. Now, you got to understand, so it's where he walketh. It is where he, amen, standeth or where he sitteth. You can know a man or person by the company that they keep. Can I get me a witness in there? My grandmama told me the birds of the feather, they do what? They flock together. So my brothers and sisters, you got to understand, if you want to be happy, you got to learn how to flock with folks. Amen. Who's going somewhere. Not only going somewhere, but you ought to have more people who have been somewhere than folks that's trying to go somewhere. Because my brothers and sisters, they can tell you some of the pitfalls that may be along the journey in which we are traveling. We are not the only one, amen, who wants to be somebody. There are those who are, have already arrived and become, amen, what God has purposed for them to become. Why is it that you walk? Where have you been? When you walk, you're either leaving from one place, amen, to find yourself at another place. Walking suggests that there is some mobility. There is a movement. There is, amen, one foot in front of the other continuously. It suggests there have to be, amen, some kind of place, a destiny that you want to arrive at, at some time or another, look what he said. It's a blessed man is one that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You ought not to be comfortable in every group that you find yourself near. 
You ought not to be relaxed, amen, when they're telling lies, cussing, fussing, and fighting, and acting a plum fool. You got to understand, amen, that we as a people got to learn how to walk in harmony one with the other. We see, amen, the Democrats and Republicans don't get along. We see, amen, Afghanistan, amen, and all of the, amen, the, the cultures that are mixed up there, that they're men are fighting the women. We see Ukraine, amen, Russia fighting. We are living in an angry, amen, world where we somehow or another Satan has reduced our mindset from life to death, meaning that we think it can't get right till we kill what we don't like. But I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, you got to understand that if you point your finger at somebody, more fingers are pointing back at you than it is the person that you are pointing toward. We got to understand that, once again, all of us have sinned and come short. There's some things that you don't like about me, but there's some things I don't like about you. The Bible never told us to like any, each other anyway. He told us to love one another, which is the strongest, amen, term of what love is. There are four types of love. One love, amen, is storge, storge, S-T-O-R-G-E, storge, which simply means, amen, it is a family kind of love. In other words, all of the Joneses, amen, they are storge. Because they are family. Not only is that storage, but there is an eros love. Uh, eros love is a sexual, amen, intimate, it, amen. It is a fleshly type of love, amen. Then there is filio. Filio, amen, is a brotherly type of love, which is a cultural love. Just because all of us are black, we are brothers and sisters by culture. And then, amen, the top one the most important one is agape agape is a godly spiritual amen love amen storge eros and filio amen all have conditions amen because if you if if i'm not a jones i'm not your brother you, you follow what i'm saying if my name is not yours if i'm not born if i was not born here say i'm mexican well i'm not your brother because i'm not black i wish they had a witness in here i want to suggest to you today my brothers and sisters love of god amen have no respect of person in other words the bible says and i oftentimes say this to brothers and sisters that i have conversation with when it comes time to talk about the lord amen that what is it that god used to get man back in right relationship with him you know it john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life well my brothers and sisters you got to understand that you got to be careful where you walk because amen i heard paul says amen this in amen romans 8 chapter verse 1 there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. In other words, if you walk, amen, after the spirit, amen, there would be, amen, some joy while you're on your journey. He said, bless is that man that walketh not in the council. In other words, quit listening to all of this stuff that, amen, shows up on CNN. And some people watch it all day and all night, and they don't do nothing but repeat the same thing over and over. I wish they had a witness in here. And if you're 
you're not careful, your mind will be receiving all that negative stuff. That's why you can't come to church with a smile on your face because you're mad at the world and, they, and don't even know how you, or when you got mad. I wish I had a witness. Well, my brothers and sisters, that's why so many people, amen, so easy, amen, they have a short fuse, amen, they just fly off the handle, the least thing gets said to them, amen. Some of them go off like a cheap clock, amen, which means, that, amen, it's, it, it wasn't supposed to go off until 7 a.m., but it went off at 2 a.m. It's a cheap clock. I wish I had a witness here. And that's, that's why we have cheap dislike for one another, and we always want to condemn, but I want you to know you can be happy. You can smile. The Bible teaches us, amen, enter into his court with thanksgiving, into, amen, into his gates with what? Praise. And be thankful unto him, for the Lord is what? Good. His mercy does what? Endureth forever. I wish to have a witness in him. It is he who have made us, and not we ourselves. We are the Amen. His people and the sheep of his pastor. Can I get me a witness in here? What did that suggest? That suggests today, my brothers and sisters, that God wants us to be a happy people. He wants us to have joy, unspeakable joy. Amen. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Well, I want you to know verse 1 and 2 goes together. It is, amen, verse 1 deals with sanctification. I wish I had a witness in here. You ought to be around some people who can help you. If you're the smartest person in the group that you run with, then you're in the wrong crowd. You ought to be where you can learn from somebody else. Come on, talk to me, somebody. And amen, that's why, and I feel very strongly, that's why a lot of our youth are in trouble because we didn't take the time, men, to speak to our little black boys. We didn't, we didn't stay at home, amen. We, 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 we left one another, amen, and consequently our children are suffering big time. I wish I had a witness in there. My brothers and sisters, we got to understand that we got to be sanctified because if you are a man and have children, you got a God-given responsibility. Can I get me a witness in here? I'm going to say it again. A God-given responsibility. Why? Because he put the seed in man and gave him the priesthood and told him he's the head of the house. I wish I had a witness in here. Amen. I want you to know it can be wearisome. It can be, amen, tiresome. It can be, amen, uh, some things, sometimes we don't want to do. But you got to do it for your family's sake. You got to do it because God have charged you and I as men, amen, to be an example and a protector to our families. You are not to let nothing or nobody separate you from the love of God. That's why we ought to always keep walking among people who can help us along this journey. I know what y'all waiting on, but you're going to still have to wait. I get there when I get there. I want you to know sanctification, amen, means that you've been set aside. You've been, amen, put in a position and a place, amen, that only for God gets the glory out of your life. You got to have a well-made-up mind. Amen. Verse 1 that says it like this, and I'm going to read it again. It's the verse of sanctification. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But verse 2 said, but his delight. 
I wish I had a witness in here. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law doeth he meditate day and night. Verse 1 is a sanctification verse, but then verse 2 is a meditation verse. Every now and then you ought to, amen, have your favorite scripture. In case you don't have one, let me tell you what mine is. Mine is Philippians 4.13. Amen. For I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. I want you to know every now and then, amen, I just think about what Philippians 4.13 tells me. You ought to have, I don't care if, it's, if the Lord is my shepherd, I guarantee you if you meditate on it, he'll show you, amen, how great of a shepherd he really is. He'll show you, amen, how he brought you through something that you didn't know how you got through it. He'll show you, amen, that when you were hungry, he fed you. He'll show you if you just meditate on it. The Bible said if you meditate on his word both day and night, you can be happy in an angry, amen, in a messed up world. But then, amen, he says here in verse, amen, three, he said, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, amen, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, Amen. But whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Verse 3, amen, is not, amen, uh, uh, the same as verse 1. Verse 1 is a sanctification verse. Verse 2, amen, is a meditation verse. But then in verse 3 is an irrigation verse, which means it may have been dry. It may have been a wilderness. But if you think on the goodness of Jesus and all and what he's doing for you in your life. He said, I'll give you water from everlasting to everlasting. Can I get me a witness in here? Well, my brothers and sisters, I thank God that he is still on the main line. If you need him, you can call him up and tell him what you want. Verse 3 is an irrigation verse, but then there is a twist in this story. Meaning that if you don't stay with God, amen, thing will begin to get all messed up. Thing will get twisted in your life. Then you don't pray like you used to pray. Don't sing like you used to sing. Don't read like you used to read. Look what he says in verse 4. He said, the ungodly are not so. But I like the chaff which the wind driveth away. In other words, verse 1 is sanctification. Verse 2 is medication. Verse 3, amen, is irrigation. But then verse 4 is frustration. In other words, I've been praying a long time. My mama taught me how to pray. She taught me how to say, amen, now, Lord, lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I awake, I pray the Lord my soul to take it. Somebody in here know prayer will change things. Somebody know that prayer will make a way for you. Somebody know that you prayed a long time. And I know what Daniel did. He prayed three times every day. 21 times. Y'all going to help me. <laughs> 21 times every week, amen, and 84 times every month, amen. I believe Daniel found out that prayer will change things. Why do you say that, Daniel? He said, because one day prayer got me in a lion den. 
in the same day. The lions couldn't eat me because I had prayer all on the inside. Every time the lion looked over at me with a growl and a clawing, he didn't really see me. He saw the power of prayer. And the prior prayer told the lion to be still and be a man, a pillar for Daniel. Can I get me a witness in here? And I come to tell you that Jesus is still in the blessing business. If you know he's all right, go on and tell somebody he's all right with me. He picked me up and turned me around. He placed my feet on solid ground. And I come to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. His name is Jesus. I wish I had a witness. I gotta leave y'all. But I heard him said in verse 3 one more time. And he shall be like a tree. You know what a tree does. I wish I had a witness. Y'all may not know it, but a tree is a sacrifice. What I mean by a sacrifice, that pew you sitting on got wood on it that come from a tree. Them steps you walk up, I wish I had a witness. You're walking on a tree. That cane you walk with it, you call it a walking cane. It come from a tree. I come to tell you what the Bible said. He shall be like a tree. That mean one thing. If they smack you on one side, you ought to have enough tree sense to turn the other side. Because Jesus is on the main line. Call him mama and tell him what you want. Can I leave y'all? Let me finish this picture. In verse 5, it said, Therefore, I wish I had a witness. Well, Reverend Gates, well, Reverend River, every time you see the word, therefore, you ought to stop and look at it and see just what is there for I wish I had a witness and you all right do anybody know Jesus I heard y'all singing but any witnesses up there then say I love the Lord he heard my cry and a pity my every last and grown I wish I had a witness I heard him say in verse 5 therefore the ungodly shall not stand, nor in the sinner, in the congregation of the righteous. Verse 5, deal with the congregation. I wish I had a witness. What is a congregation? It means men in the north. It means women in the south. It means children in the east, it means a neighbor from the west. That means when we all get together, what a time. We gonna sit down by the banks of the river and have a good time. Ain't all right. 
out with the head of Whitney. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor you can be happy in an angry world. When they ball their fence, you wave your hand. When they point their finger, you just tell them to hold on a little while longer. Because weeping may endure, but for a night, but anybody got some joy. The joy that I have, the world didn't give it. No, no, I got joy. Joy in my hand, joy in my feet. I got joy in my body. Therefore, you can't make me, can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. Let me quote verse 6 says, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the ungodly shall perish. Verse 1, sanctification. Verse 2, meditation. Verse 3, irrigation. Verse 4, is frustration. Verse 5, is congregation. Verse 6, is inspiration. You ought to tell somebody every time I think about Jesus and all he done for me, I get running in my feet. I get clapping in my hand, and the joy I would have had a witness. And he all right if he been good to you. I love to have me one witness. If the law woke you up early this morning, you ought to tell him thank you. If the law put bread on your table, you ought to say thank you. If the law gave you some money to put in your pocket, you ought to tell him thank you. If you got clothes put on your body, you ought to say thank you. If your family doing good, you ought to say thank you. If you know he's all right, can't you say yes? If you know he brought you, can't you say yes? If you know he's up in here, all to say yes, I with the head of witness, the joy of the Lord in my strength. And you all right, do you know him? Have you tried it? Won't he make a way for you? Won't he walk with you? Won't he talk with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That my mind is made up. I can't help it. I got joy 
I got joy, unspeakable joy, everlasting joy. I got the kind of joy the lions can't eat it. I got the kind of joy fire can't burn it. I got the kind of joy jail can't hold it. I got the kind of joy they hung him high. They stretched him wide. He died on yonder crawl. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? If you know him, say, yeah. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Can't nobody do me like Gina. Just hold on. Just hold on. Jesus. Jesus. We'll make everything. All right. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant Ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Millen Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.